Let's Face the Issues is a daily broadcast ministry of First Conservative Baptist Church with Dr. Gene A. Youngblood. Dr. Youngblood is also the founder, president of Conservative Theological University. Let's Face the Issues broadcast deals with real issues facing our culture today from a biblical perspective. God created three institutions, the home, government, and the church. Therefore, any issue that is harmful or has a negative impact on either of these institutions will be carefully dealt with and confronted from a biblical worldview. Too often, good people are afraid to confront serious issues that are attacking the church, the home, and Christians. We must stand against the enemies of the family and the church. Tune in each day for another broadcast of Let's Face the Issues with Dr. Gene A. Youngblood. Here is Dr. Youngblood with Let's Face the Issues. Thank you, thank you, thank you, ladies and gentlemen. It's always our delight to have you join us as we face the issues each and every day. I pray that it's inspirational, challenging, educational, and uh, as a result of that, that it would be motivational in getting you to do something in relationship to where we are in our world and especially in America today. That's the goal. That's the mindset. That's the purpose of Let's Face the Issues each and every day. And may I remind you once again, as we face the issues, we do so based on the authority of Scripture. It's not based on some philosophical, ideological bent. It's not based on a political position. Our facing the issue is not based on denominational dogma. It is not based on a philosophical rhetoric. It is based on the authority of the Word of God. May I commend the Scripture to you. It's the truth book, as I like to call it. Jesus said in John 8, 31 and 32, as he's speaking to his disciples, if you continue in my word, then you're my disciples indeed, and you shall know the truth. The truth shall make you free. It's the truth book. Then Jesus said in John 14, 6, I am truth. It is the truth of the word of God, ladies and gentlemen, that should make a difference in your life and in my life. It should be the uh, very light unto our feet and the lamp unto our pathway that moves and mandates and motivates in our life each and every day. And then Jesus says in John 17, 17, thy word is truth. Ladies and gentlemen, it's the truth of God's word that has the first, the foremost, and the final authority in our lives. And may I remind you that we're living in a society today where truth is absolutely rejected. Truth is not sought for. Truth is not what they're – when they have debates on the House floor and the Senate and uh, in the Beltway in Washington, they're not seeking for truth whatsoever. They're trying to do a one-upmanship so you can outmaneuver the other in parliamentary procedure in the passage of legislation that they want for themselves or for their constituents to line their pockets. I'm talking about both sides of the aisle, ladies and gentlemen. I'm a little fed up with both the Republicans and the Democrats and what they're doing. It is antithetical to anything that's called truth. It's antithetical to anything that's called the Word of God and what God would have us to do as a society. It is away from truth. It was George Orwell back in 1947-48 when he wrote the dystopian novel entitled 1984 with the projection of what would take place in 1984 in America. He is exactly right in his novel. I've not read it. I've read blurbs from it, but he's exactly right. He was just a little off in his timing. He said 1984 and happens to be 1921 when it's really coming to a head. But in that dystopian novel called 1984, George Orwell, a secularist, by the way, said the further a society drifts from the truth, the more it will hate those who speak it. And that's what we see taking place in our world today and more especially in the United States of America. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, I am. Uh, getting uh, more and more distressed and concerned and passionate about what we see taking place with our 
health apparatus called the NIH and the CDC, et cetera. And now with the Department of Homeland Security and with the NSA, uh, the national, uh, uh, how would you say, security or surveillance, however you want to call it, National Security Administration, but it's a surveillance administration. Just watched a brief video that was from the CBN Pat Robertson program where he was interviewing a former uh, chief with the NSA. He said he left because of watching them and what they're doing. The NSA, National Security uh, Administration, ladies and gentlemen, this former chief and the NSA said that they're listening to every phone call, watching everything that's said and done. They're following and not just collecting metadata, but word for word verbatim, all that you do, all that you say, all every call that you make, every email and text that you send, as well as every charge card transaction. And they're filtering that back to other agencies and organizations that they feel needs to come against we the people because NSA is no longer for our security, but it's a part of the apparatus to overthrow the United States of America today. May I say to you, ladies and gentlemen, it is uh, time that we sit up, stand up, speak up, be heard and be seen as American citizens. It was former Senator Jim DeMint that warms America's decline is linked to the death of truth. Let me just share two blurbs from this article by former Senator Jim DeMint. He says, truth is the core principle of Judeo-Christian values, which are the foundation of Western civilization. Judeo-Christian values are derived from the Bible, and the Christian church is the only, hear me, the only custodian of the Bible. If you want to know the reason for the death of truth in America, look no further than the decline of Bible-based Christianity, end quote. Ladies and gentlemen, as we see the Bible-based Christianity implode as we watch it uh, come to naught, as we watch the falling away and the great apostasy that's taking place in America today. That vacuum, that void is being filled with demonic activities and those that want to do everything but protect us, they want to subvert us, they want to subvert the truth, they want to bring us into submission and bring about the new world order. That's exactly what we see taking place today, ladies and gentlemen. And may I say to you, it's needful for us to understand truth. And I go back to the 15th century theologian and church reformer, Jan Hus. Jan Hus says, faithful Christians seek the truth, listen to the truth, learn the truth, love the truth, tell the truth, live the truth, and defend the truth even to death. And I challenge you each and every day, ladies and gentlemen, on this broadcast to stand for the truth of the Word of God. Defending the truth, even if you have to stand alone. Defend the truth, even if it means facing death for standing for the truth of the Word of God. I believe that God honors that. I believe that that's what God would have us to do, ladies and gentlemen, in the hour in which we're living. It's a dark day. Dr. Adrian Rogers many years ago said, though it is dark, it is gloriously dark, for we're seeing the hand of God, and we're watching time move when the Lord Jesus Christ is going to suddenly seize, snatch us, the church, out of this old world. Ladies and gentlemen, this portion of today's broadcast is sponsored by Tools for Time. Tools for Time is an outdoor power equipment dealership company specializing in the turnkey business packages for individuals looking to own your own landscape or lawn care business. Tools for Time carries the full line of homeowner brands like Honda and Echo. Tools for Time carries the full line of hurricane preparedness equipment. And ladies and gentlemen, Tools for Time has the full line of Honda generators with a knowledgeable staff that can answer all of your questions about backup power equipment. Tools for Time staff can answer all of your questions for professional as well as the homeowner brand landscape and lawn care equipment. Tools for Time is located 
at 11291 Old St. Augustine Road. That's 11291 Old St. Augustine Road. Perhaps you say, where is that? How can I find it? It's right at the intersection of I-295 and Old St. Augustine Road. There's a 165-foot flagpole. And old glory is flowing 24-7 on that flagpole. Ladies and gentlemen, find that flag, flag and flagpole at the intersection of I-295 and Old St. Augustine Road. At the base of that flagpole, you'll find the home of Tools for Time. Toolsfortime.com. Toolsfortime.com. Ladies and gentlemen, before we get into our elongated monologue today, let me remind you this is going to be perhaps one of the most uh, germane programs we've done this year. May I remind you that it's going to be one of the most hard-hitting, fact-finding, detailed broadcasts that I believe should garner our attention and challenge our commitment today. But before we get into that, let me just simply say, multitudes view, thousands of you have been praying for our oldest son. Our oldest son is 56 years old. He's in critical condition in a hospital bed in Richmond, Virginia. So let me say thank you for those that are praying, and let me say that we covet your prayers. Invite you to continue to pray for God's healing hand to bring about full recovery. We believe he can, and we are asking you to stand with us and asking God to heal Gene Jr. and bring about health and healing as only he can. And thank you in advance for doing so. It means the world to our family. We've had thousands across America praying. We've had thousands that have uh, uh, been entering prayer requests on Facebook and other uh, media sources. And so I'm thankful for your prayers and ask you to continue holding the family up as you pray each and every day. And thank you for doing so. Ladies and gentlemen, our broadcast today, we're simply calling it, yes, they're coming after you. It's not a conspiracy theory. It's not just a philosophical thought. It's not just a scare tactic. But I can say definitively, based on the research, the study, the analysis, and uh, uh, the reading of thousands of articles on the subject, thousands of articles in the past year and a half in particular, since we started having the lockdown chaos confusion about the pandemic, or some well-known scientists' minds have said it's a planned-demic. The pathogen is real. It is deadly. It is dangerous. It is viral. It is uh, uh, spread by uh, breathing. And may I say to you, ladies and gentlemen, I'm not diminishing the seriousness of it at all. I am wanting to emphasize what is taking place in the hands of the wicked one, Satan himself, and it's a demonic delusion that's being spread around the globe, that's being utilized by all of the uh, globalist one world order movers and shakers that's using this as an opportunity to close the gap and to bring about the full change, the full conversion of the United States of America. It is a sad shame that those that lead us, those that are elected responsible leaders in Washington, the fact that they either are ignorant of what is taking place or they are part of what is taking place. You only have two possibilities. It's an impossibility for them to sit on the fence and say they don't know. It's an impossibility for them to sit on the fence and say that they didn't see it coming. They're in the full circle of knowing, just as with the NSA that was provided by the video clip this morning with Pat Robertson on the CBN program. Uh, it is something that is well known in the National uh, Security Administration. It's well known uh, by Emperor uh, Fauci, St. Anthony Fauci. It is well known. It is well known by the NIH. It's well known by the CDC that it is a total lie 
a total delusion that's being pulled over the eyes of the American citizens. Ladies and gentlemen, all that you've been told about COVID-19, the origins, the gain-of-function research, the mask mandates, the lockdowns, the efficacy of the so-called vaccinations are all lies, A-L-L, all lies. I can say that definitively without any fear of anyone being able to prove that I'm wrong in that statement. I stand on that statement. Yes, our government is now on the fast track to force everyone to take the very deadly, the very deadly experimental uh, vaccine, the jab. It's not a vaccine. And by the way, ladies and gentlemen, back in March of this year, uh, the government started the fast track to have uh, the uh, COVID vaccinations in all of the pharmaceutical uh, houses to have their uh, experimental vaccination to be fast tracked for FDA, the Federal Drug Administration's final approval. They're saying that that ultimate approval will be in the next two weeks. That means sometimes during the month of August, first part of September at the latest, they will have a federally approved vaccination. And CDC, as well as the NIH, coming out of the mouth of liar, 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 Anthony Fauci, says that as soon as it is approved, it will be forced. Hear me. He's already admitted that once it is, has reached FDA approval, and it's a federally manipulated approval, it's not factual, it's not scientific, it's not something that has been done with due diligence to make sure that it will not harm, hurt, or kill us, but it is on the fast track for approval. And Anthony Fauci has already said, once that is approved, it will be forced, it will be required for every student, every school, every college, every university, and recommended approval, recommended to be forced by every business, every shop owner, every store, every organization, every big box store, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera that you'll not be able to buy, sell, shop, or trade. You'll not be able to fly or you'll not be able to flee uh, because the vaccination will be forced upon us. There's some nations like Australia, as I speak, they're sending out the booted uh, gun on the side uh, uh, weapon toting uh, military to force vaccinations as we speak in Australia, door to door. They're using drones to fly over and make sure if people leave their homes that they're reported then for boots on the streets to go and to arrest them and put them back in their homes and make sure they have the vaccination. Ladies and gentlemen, we're talking about a global reset of what is called the world order. The new world order is on the fast track today. And yes, they are coming after you. May I remind us, ladies and gentlemen, the Communist Network News have not reported anything that I'm talking about today. They've not told you about the approximately 600,000 very bad physical side effects from the COVID jab. They've not told you about the over 53,000 deaths that have already been reported to the CDC because of the side effects of the COVID jab. They're not telling us the truth of what this vaccine is doing. In fact, it is part of the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation and all of the pharmaceutical houses with their mega billions of dollars uh, windfall that they're finding now with the COVID jab. It's the eugenics program of thinning out. Bill Gates says that in the world we have about a billion too many people, about a billion too many people. And ladies and gentlemen, you can argue it if you want to. You can deny it if you'd like. You can hide from it if you prefer. You can simply bury your head in the sand like an ostrich and say it's not happening. That doesn't diminish the fact that it is taking place, and it's on the fast track in America and around the globe today. We're watching it take place today on the fast track. Here's a brief article. Headline, 
Harvard epidemiologist uh, Martin uh, Kuldarf on uh, vaccine passports, the Delta variant, and COVID public health fiasco. Quote, those who are pushing these vaccine mandates and vaccine passports, they're doing much more to damage the vaccine confidence than anybody else, says Dr. Martin Kuldarf, one of the world's leading epidemiologists. In, in this our episode, it's a video, but I just did the uh, printout. We sit down with Dr. Kuldarf for a deep dive on COVID-19 immunity vaccines, the Delta variant, and why he believes, listen, the global COVID response has been the biggest public health fiasco in all of world history, end quote. Ladies and gentlemen, you can't get any clearer than that. And there's scientists and vir virologists and uh, epidemiologists around the globe today that are recognizing and finally coming out of the closet and speaking up and trying to get America and the globe to wake up and see what's happening. So, ladies and gentlemen, they're going to force the needle in your arm. They're coming after you. They're going to force the needle into every arm in America today. Why is this so? Why is this such a uh, move? What is the senator motive? What is the sinister motive behind this fascist uh, system? And it is a fascist governmental system, ladies and gentlemen. Just what are the government uh, uh, leaders, what, are the government, uh, what is the government uh, plan? Why the forced vaccination? Why are they so concerned about my health and your health as they're trying to tell us? Ronald Reagan said on one occasion, I believe the nine most frightening words in human vocabulary, knock on your door and they says, we're from the government, we're here to help you. Ladies and gentlemen, that's exactly true today more than ever, I believe, in the history of the nation. Ladies and gentlemen, I firmly believe that the world is now in the final days of its existence. I'm not an alarmist. I'm not a uh, someone with a sinister plot. I'm not trying to uh, carry out some conspiracy theory. I'm here to simply speak the truth in love and challenge you today, perhaps, as you've not heard from this microphone. I want you to understand. I believe we're in the final of the final days of the existence of this old world as we've known it. Yes, I believe God's in control without any question. Yes, I believe that God is still on the throne without any question. Yes, I believe without any question, God is in control of it. But ladies and gentlemen, in Second Thessalonians chapter 2, verses 11 and 12, the scripture says this very clearly. In verses uh, 11 and 12, And for this cause God shall descend them strong delusion that they should believe a lie, that they will that all might be damned who believe not the truth, but hold pleasure, had pleasure in unrighteousness. Ladies and gentlemen, I believe we have, we're watching today the great delusion. These people are deluded. In fact, Gene Jr. that is now in the hospital on several occasions in our conversation about these things, Gene said, Dad, you must understand, we need to realize that with these people that are carrying this out in the governmental systems, they it is a religion to them. They really believe that they are called of God to save the world. And therefore, what they're doing, they will rush over anything, crush anything, anybody that goes against their attempt and what they're doing to, quote, save the world. That's their view of it. But it's a demonic delusion. It's a demonic delusion. And ladies and gentlemen, we're seeing that today, where those that are in the know are telling you and telling me, that we're the ones that the conspiracy theorists, they're telling us that we're the ones that are the liars. They're telling us that we're the ones that do not know the truth. It's because they're under a strong delusion. 
In fact, ladies and gentlemen, it was the fact that for a year and a half, uh, all of these same people in Washington and the Beltway and the CDC and the NIH and Dr. Anthony Fauci and the World Health Organization uh, and all of the others that have uh, said that uh, uh, the uh, virus did not start in the Wuhan Chinese lab. Now they're all admitting that that is the high probability. And may I say to you, it's not just a probability and all of the sheaf of documents that I've researched and read. It's a fact, ladies and gentlemen. It was created with government taxpayer, our taxpayer money. It was created uh, with tax-funded dollars uh, starting in the University of North Carolina in the research lab there, transferred then uh, to Wuhan Chinese uh, Communist Party lab in uh, Wuhan, China. And it was there released. And uh, I have read articles that would lead me to believe the high probability that it was released purposely and not accidentally. And may I say to you, ladies and gentlemen, I believe that God's word is being fulfilled today. The Bible uh, reminds us that the last days man will be sent that great delusion. And we're watching that great delusion today. Most in America today, and some of you perhaps that are listening to my voice today, some of you believe the lie. Dr. Anthony Fauci has told us, you believe the lie that CDC has told us. You believe the lie that NIH, uh, National Institute of Health, has told us. The so-called health experts are telling us, you believe the lie. This is why I believe we need to grasp what is the truth and what is a lie and understand the truth. Roger, if you will uh, play that clip, uh, video, audio clip uh, for us. Um, and to address your comment, gee, it's hard to believe we're 18 months into this and still having a problem. And I would suggest the reason we still have a problem is because we're doing things that are not useful. And we're getting our sources of information from the Anastate Board of Health and the CDC, who actually don't bother to read science before they do this. Um, I'm actually a functional family medicine physician. That means I am specially trained in immunology and inflammation regulation. And everything being recommended by the CDC and the State Board of Health is actually contrary to all the rules of science. So things you should know about coronavirus and all other respiratory viruses, they are spread by aerosol particles, which are small enough to go through every mask. By the way, the literature that supports all of that is in a flash drive that we presented to you. It's been given to the secretary. As a matter of fact, it quotes at least three studies sponsored by the NIH to that exact fact, even though the CDC and the NIH have chosen to, avoid, to ignore the very science that they paid to have done. Um, that is why you keep struggling with this, is because you cannot make these viruses go away. The natural history of all respiratory viruses is that they circulate all year long, waiting for the immune system to get sick through the winter or become deranged, as has happened recently with these vaccines, and then they cause symptomatic disease. Because they cannot be filtered out and they have animal reservoirs, and this is a very important point, no one can make this virus go away. The CDC has managed to convince everybody that we can handle this like we did smallpox, where we could make a virus go away. Smallpox had no animal reservoirs. The only thing it learned to infect was humans. That's why we were able to make that virus go away. That will not happen with this any more than it will with influenza, the common cold, respiratory syncytial virus, adenoviral respiratory syndromes, or anything else that has animal reservoirs. So the reason you can't do this is because you're trying to do something which has already been tried and can't be done. Equally important is that vaccination changes none of this, especially with this vaccine. And I would hope this board would start asking itself, before it considers taking the advice of the CDC, the NIH, and the State Board of Health, why we are doing things about this that we didn't do for the common cold, influenza, or respiratory syncytial virus. And then ask yourself, why is a vaccine that is supposedly so effective having a breakout in the middle of the summer when respiratory viral syndromes don't do that? And to help you understand that, you need to know the condition that is called antibody-mediated viral enhancement. 
That is a condition done when vaccines work wrong, as they did in every coronavirus study done in animals on coronaviruses after the SARS uh, outbreak and done in respiratory syncytial virus, where a vaccine used in a vulnerable individual done the wrong way, which why it cannot be done right for a respiratory virus, which has a very low pathogenicity rate, causes the immune system to actually fight the virus wrong and let the virus become worse than it would with native infection. And that is why you are seeing an outbreak right now. In fact, in that flash drive you're going to have coming to you and in the emails with six extra, will be a study showing that 75% of people who had COVID-19 positive symptom cases in Barnstable, Massachusetts outbreak were fully vaccinated. Therefore, there is no reason for treating any person vaccinated any differently than any person unvaccinated. You should also know that no vaccine, even the ones I support and would give to myself and my children, ever stops infection. In 2014, there was outbreak of mumps in the National Hockey League. The only people who came down the symptoms were the people who were unvaccinated or unknown vaccine status. Boy, that sounds like a great argument for vaccines. But a question that you should ask yourself, knowing that half of the people who came down with symptomatic disease had no contact with an unvaccinated or unknown vaccine status individual, where did they get the disease? And the answer was from the vaccinated individuals. No vaccine prevents you from getting infection. You get infected, you shed pathogen. This is especially true of viral respiratory pathogens. You just don't get symptomatic from it. So you cannot stop spread. You cannot make these numbers that you've planned on get better by doing any of the things you're doing, because that is the nature of viral respiratory pathogens. And you can't prevent it with a vaccine because they don't do the very thing you're wanting them to do. And you will be chasing this the remainder of your life until you recognize that the Center for Disease Control and the Indiana State Board of Health are giving you very bad scientific guidance. And instead, read the articles that are going to come on the email and are on this flash drive and listen to the people in this audience here tonight who actually have recognized the advice they are getting from the CDC and the NIH is counterfactual. And that's why you're still fighting this with this vaccine that supposedly was going to make all of this go away, but has suddenly managed to make an outbreak of COVID-19 develop in the middle of the summer when vitamin D levels are at their highest. By the way, the other thing that would be necessary, any vaccine restriction to be considered is if there were no other treatment available. And I can tell you, having treated over 15 COVID-19 patients, that between active loading with vitamin D, ivermectin, and zinc, that there is not a single person who has come anywhere near the hospital and we already have studies that show that if you achieve a 25-hydroxyvitamin D level greater than 55, your risk of COVID-19 death will drop down to through one quarter of the population average for the United States. And there are active treatment trials included on that flash drive that show the same is true. So if you were going to discriminate based upon vaccine, you should also discriminate based upon 25-hydroxyvitamin D level, zinc taste test response, and probably previous infections, since there are also studies on that flash drive that show that people who have recovered from COVID-19 infection actually get no benefit from vaccination at all, no reduction in symptoms, no reduction in hospitalization, and suffer two to four times the rate of side effects if they are subsequently vaccinated. Therefore, the policies that you are basing on are totally counterfactual. I don't blame this board for that because I know you aren't scientists and you've thought it was reasonable to listen to the CDC, NIH, and the Indiana State Board of Health. But I would encourage that instead you listen to the people out here in this audience and read what's on that data drive. And if anybody here in this board has any questions about anything on that, I will happily come back and sit with you individually if you would like to explain the science behind this. And if you're worried about being sued by somebody because you don't follow the guidance of the CDC and the NIH, I will tell you have a free pro bono expert testimony at your disposal.
I will testify in defense of this court, turning down all these recommendations. Ladies and gentlemen, you just heard a speech by Dr. Dan Stock of McCordsville, Indiana, delivered to the board of the Mount Vernon Community Schools, uh, and he said the problem is that people aren't using the facts when they want to fight coronavirus. He said, and I quote, I would suggest the reason we still have a problem is because we're doing things that are not useful and we're getting our source of information from places that are not helpful, that are not actually telling us the truth, end quote. Ladies and gentlemen, we're going to take about a one-minute break at the top of the hour for the news. We're looking forward to you hanging in there. Don't turn your dial. There's still a great deal of information for us to discuss. And, yes, the issue today, they are coming after you. They're coming after you across the nation and around the globe with the jab, the needle, that is the ultimate result of what is called the mark in Revelation 13. Hang in there. Don't turn your dials. We'll be right back right after the news. Let's Face the Issues with Dr. Gene A. Youngblood from First Conservative Baptist Church and Conservative Theological University in Jacksonville, Florida. To learn more, visit conservative.edu. 